This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Apparently, if you're an offensive person, it's okay. But if you make movies that are just offensive, you can't... You were on a high train recently. (laughs) Just like... Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Thundercast. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas. And I'm Liam. Here with another podcast that just talks about movies. And uh, I don't know if you can hear in the background, but we have a, a guest today. It's uh, my cat, Merlin. Uh, he's just going to jingle jangle around the room while we, we talk. Uh, we're coming to you live from Planet Claire, where they're serving rock lobsters 24 7. Uh, that's a B-52's reference, if you <laughs> didn't catch it. Shameless plugs are a joy. So, how is that a shameless plug? I have nothing to do with the B-52's. Uh, I, think, I think you misunderstood understand what a plug is. Okay, shameless pop culture references. <laughs> here's a, here's a shameless plug. Watch my YouTube channel, History of Bridge. It's yeah, great. When do you have a video coming up? Never. <laughs> I got a little surge of subscribers, actually. Oh, yeah? In the last couple days. Yeah, on that note, I was looking at our... our um, uh, ge- geographical Mac on mm. Podbean. Uh, we actually are getting a massive amount of fans from and downloads from Spain. So oh. thank you, Spain. Uh, it's been Austria. It's been Spain. We're all over the map now. Everywhere except where we live. Thank yeah, you no. to our loyal <laughs> fans, Rodrigo and Alejandra. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, uh, today's episode is all about horror films. Uh, we I think we said on the last cast we were going to do a genre of some sort, and this is it. So, uh, you know, as per usual, as per our usual um, breakdown of events, we're going to jump into a few things that we've seen this week. Uh, Liam, what have you watched? Um, so I just finished watching a whole series, um, and that is uh, the anime Cowboy Bebop. Mm. And fuck, I'm just going to come out and say it. This is going down as one of my all-time favorite shows. Yeah, It's that really? fucking good. Is it like like Mel Brooks, like Cowboy Bebop? Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blazing Bebops. <laughs> no, essentially uh, the premise is that it's set in um, 2070, 2071. Um, Earth is pretty much... Nobody lives on Earth because it's a dump as part of a moon blew up, so there's a bunch of asteroids all over the place for just tearing everything up. So in response, uh, Earth's people colonized the entire galaxy. So like people, a bunch of people live on Mars, uh, the rich in fact. A bunch live on Europa or other moons, or like there's some who live on uh, uh, Saturn, all of that. Yeah. Um, and due to that, there's uh, not really, it's hard for police to obtain, uphold the law. Uh, so they uh, decided so it's wild to. Wild West. Yes, yeah, so they essentially. Space. <laughs> yeah, so they essentially decided to completely legalize bounty hunting, where, uh, so essentially, like, they'll have this show on. Um, where people will watch, and if there's a bounty out, a bounty hunter can just go look for them. And so, dog the bounty hunter, but in space. <laughs> uh, not, no, not really. Is it like, um, is it like cops? No, oh. it's um, but it, it follows. I, uh, I heard it's more like Firefly than anything yeah. It's else. uh, uh, to describe the tone of a show, it's kind of like uh, a space western, like uh, Firefly meets uh, Crime Caper and, and uh, film noir and whatnot. It's a very it's mm-hmm. almost like a style all its own. Yeah, but yeah. I, follow- I have seen a handful of episodes of it. I oh. ju- I couldn't. I personally couldn't get into it just because like it was very slow and nothing happened. <laughs> That's kind of a point of a show. The whole okay. it's, 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 <laughs> it's so funny to say that. That's people say that about every single like every mm-hmm. single boring movie. Um, <laughs> Gandhi. No, no, no. It's supposed to be boring. It's, yeah. You know, it's uh it's kind of like the ultimate existentialist show. 
where it follows uh, essentially the crew of the of the ship Bebop. It's funny. I was gonna say um, Rick and Morty is the most existential. <laughs> oh, if you mean nihilistic dumbasses who have nothing better to do but look at memes. This week, Liam posted this thing on Facebook that basically said, "Unpopular opinion number one: Rick and Morty is overrated." Well, it is. <laughs> so yeah, little, it, little jab, little jab at Liam. Um, but so with uh, the show, you have uh, the crew of the ship, uh, the Bebop, which is uh, which include uh. Um, I'm not going to get into a lot of details on characters because part of the joy of a show is just watching and learning more about these characters' pasts and how they've come back to them and how they've defined them over the years. Uh, you have Spike, who's a, um, uh, a, a former uh, cartel enforcer turned bounty hunter. Uh, Jet, Jet Black, who's a, uh, former, uh, uh, who's a former police officer turned bounty hunter. Then there's uh, Faye, who's essentially like a Probably one of the sexiest animated women ever put in out there. And like a con Lola artist. Lola Bunny herself? And kind of like a, uh, she's essentially a con artist and pathological liar. And then there's Ed, who's this, uh, crazy hacker, wild child little girl. Yes, her name her is name Ed. Her name is Ed. Yeah, her oh, name right. is Edward. But yeah, so it kind of just follows, uh, their misadventures and like, uh, again, them, like, some of them, like, their past coming back to haunt them or even learning about their pasts. Uh, fun fact about the show actually is... The main character Spike is named after uh, director Spike Jones because uh, his, the character's name is Spike Spiegel, and Spike Jones's real name is like Adam Spiegel. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I loved it. It's uh, it's something I'd highly recommend watching to anybody. But I mean, if you watch anime, you probably already have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, anything else you've seen? Um, and, uh, since I've had nothing better to do, I've been sitting around in my apartment just watching, uh, falling asleep, watching episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! or Spongebob. <laughs> You're on a massive anime kick right now. Yeah. I can tell. Anyway. Well, I mean, here's the thing, is that America isn't really putting out anything I'm interested in, so I might as well go to the Japanese. Because, you know, apparently they can still actually make things for adults. It's funny, a lot of the shows you're watching, though, are from, like, the 80s, Liam, though. That's like... true. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> but I mean, like, the, I don't know, it's a lot of it is that, like, I don't like a lot of shows that are on TV right now. They're just so, like, pandery and overly meme-driven that I'm like, I just want to watch something that actually okay, okay. tells a story. All right, all right, all right, all right. right. Thank you, generalizing, but we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucas, what have you watched? Uh, I didn't watch any movies at all this week this week but i did watch uh season six of orange is the new black oh fun yeah nice i i really enjoy that show i've I, seen the first season mm -hmm. i liked it mm -hmm. it gets very very different like really? uh season six is the one that just came out and i can't really talk about the plot without spoiling season five so i won't this is kind Fair. of the aftermath of season five but shit goes down uh and shit gets real <laughs> right on right like just like prison <laughs> yeah, yeah and speaking of prison i also watched i am a killer at least oh, i watched yeah, the first cool. six episodes of i am a killer yeah it's interesting each each episode like the, the episodes are fairly form formulaic like they introduce the killer they have the first interview with him he tells his side of the story um and then they interview some of the other people and then they're like and then we interviewed the killer again and he revealed something he's never said before and stuff like that yeah it's interesting, they, like, they definitely paint a whole picture of who this person is. They're not just like, he's a monster, he killed somebody, or he's sympathetic because he had a bad childhood. They, they paint a more complex picture than that, which is, it's, it's interesting. Cool. But in some cases, it's like, you're giving this guy exactly what he wants by putting him in a documentary. And, yeah, you know, totally. The I'm glory sure that he wants. That morally. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty much all I've watched this week. Oh, cool. I've seen the most, I guess. <laughs> uh, I saw, um, we'll, go, we'll go from what I saw 
two nights ago. So I saw Eighth Grade, uh, Bo Burnham's first directorial effort. Which I still want to see, but haven't gotten around to yet. Yeah, and it, it, I'm telling you, Liam, I know we gush about, we've gushed about Bo Burnham oh, multiple yeah, times lot, on this podcast, but it, it's it's exceptional. And it is a very good film. Um, the writing is is pretty good for a first effort of writing a screenplay. Um, Elsie Elsie Fisher, I think is her think name. Right. Yeah, yeah, she plays Kayla, and she offers this perspective of a teenage girl of of what it means to be kind of tortured in your eighth grade, like really well. And she does it, she does it exceptionally um, exceptionally well. Um, it it is painfully awkward. Well, I mean that's a, that's a big part of why I wanted to see it because eighth grade was probably the worst year I've had. Yeah, it was like. You're pimply, you're gross, you're always sweaty, you're awkward. It's like, and I really want to see how that's portrayed because usually we all only just go for high school stuff. And like, I want to see like some somebody actually tackle like something how, a little younger, yeah, yeah, younger, and just how fucking awkward it was to be a preteen or a, in your the middle of your teens. Yeah, and that's pretty much exactly what what Bo does. And um, when it is awkward, it's not like awkward in a like uh, Will Ferrell or Amy Poehler or uh, anything like that. Or like the office, or like yeah. or like anything Ben Stiller makes. But I was gonna say with uh, the thing with Bo Burnham is that like I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fan of Bo Burnham as I'm not overly familiar with him. But I do, but I do think he's undeniably talented and very good at what he does. No, of course, yeah. I I watched um I rewatched what um yesterday. Uh, really just reignited my Bo Burnham fuel, and <laughs> I'm back on the hype train hardcore. Uh, yeah, with, with eighth grade, um, it's short, it's 94 minutes, so it's really easy to sit through. Uh, I saw it with an audience that was mostly comprised of middle schoolers, oddly enough, and a a bunch of people my age, and there's a couple moments in the movie that are just, like, so incredibly painfully upsetting, um, very sad, uh, but it's juxtaposed with all these moments of just gritty awkwardness like <laughs> you sit there just gritting your teeth and you want the moment to end but at the same time you want to see how it's going to play out um but i i absolutely loved it and i think i think you guys should go see it as soon as you can uh and then i watched a couple kevin smith movies in a row in one day i watched uh zach and mary make a porno oh. it's Which i haven't it's, seen it's a movie it's it's okay uh, it's it's fine. There... It's one of the few Kevin Smith movies I've actually seen. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. In of Clerks. all the ones that you could watch, you yeah. watch Zack and Mary make a porno. It was on Netflix. It's fine. <laughs> it, there's a couple scenes that are um, offensively sexual. It's a movie about pornography, so how could it not be? Yeah. But um, we when Jeff we'll Anderson fly again, to, uh, fly being made today because we're too overly sensitive. What is your deal today, <laughs> man? That is, that is not true. That is not true at all. Roman Polanski still makes movies. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you think we're overly sensitive? But his now? movies aren't. Uh, uh, was it apparently? If you're an offensive person, it's okay. But if you make movies that are just offensive, you can't. You, you were on fly. a high train recently. <laughs> just like Liam's train of anti-offense. Like we should put you up there with those anti-vaxxers on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. You can see me on Bill Maher next week. <laughs> He's probably gonna fucking kick you off. <laughs> um, and then I watched Tusk. 
Uh, I love Tusk. A movie mm. I really like. It's ungodly stupid, but it's amusing. No, oh, it. I, I think it's exceptional. It is kind of what, when Lucas had mentioned maybe we should do horror films, I was like, well, luckily I just watched two in a row. <laughs> so I watched Tusk. a horror Tusk film. is a horror film. It is a body horror film. That's what it is. I don't know. By the halfway point, it becomes Scooby-Doo. <laughs> well, kind of. But uh, it has, uh, I don't know if you know this, Lucas, but it has uh, Johnny Depp in it. Oh, really? Yeah, Playing he... a very French-Canadian man named Guy Lapointe. Yeah, he's Detective <laughs> Guy Lapointe, and he's got this big prosthetic nose on, this mustache and shit. He looks really bad. Hmm. Um, but there's this line where they're sitting in a restaurant called the Gimli Slider, and he uh, he's talking about poutine, and he's like, the poutine, it just gives me the shit. And when I heard that line, I'm like, Kevin Smith, you're a considerably better writer than that. <laughs> But he's writing a movie about Canada, so how could I? Yeah. How could he not take he, the he obvious a, blow? He has a strange obsession with Canada. Yeah, and I think Canadians have a strange obsession obsession with him mm. as well. Well, I mean, Canada, as he puts it, has always been very good to him. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> he's a big. He was. He was a big, fat, jolly man. Yeah. So he's like Santa Claus. How could we not treat yeah. him with respect? And he a more, loves a more offensive Santa Claus. <laughs> and stoned Santa. And he will. loves the Edmonton Oilers, and a lot of Canadians like the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Mostly folks from Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about two point one million of them. Yeah, you know, or Wayne Gretzky purists. Mm. Um, I also watched Red State, which is Kevin Smith's other horror film. The uh, only the Kevin first Sm- one that he released. The only Kevin Smith movie I've seen that I thought was like that I just did not like at all. Kevin Smith trying to be the Coen Brothers. So I've seen it about four or five times. Um, Every time I watch it, it gets better, Liam. So I think you need to see it again because you can appreciate it on a much different level on a second viewing. You can understand kind of what he's getting at. There's a bit in the first 20 minutes of the film where uh, Michael Parks goes on this monologue for about 15 minutes. Yeah, that's... Like here's the like because here's the wow. thing with that it, scene it, is it, that it's impressive. It's like the fact that he's able to act through that whole thing is really impressive, and I like the way it starts off. It's a great showcase and representation for how p- hate mongers like him spin the truth and manipulate, and uh, essentially uh, thrive off of hate in society. But it just keeps going and going. Oh, I don't and think going you're not watching and it right. Man. And I'm like, shut up! Yeah, but you're not watching it right. You got to you got to get into the procession you know like you have to sit there and take his word as the motivation for the rest of the film because that's what he's doing he's outlying their motivation in that um monologue yeah i don't know it just came off as kevin smith being pseudo pretentious and i'm like i'm like just stop dude chasing it (laughs) Uh, yeah you know a movie that's actually um Rel- still relevant it's and not actually, relevant and praised not by relevant. people who actually represent that stuff as it, opposed to privileged white not, people who it is not relevant at all that that clickbaity bullshit that the movie's about do you've seen chasing amy nope okay so it basically ben affleck makes uh essentially forces a lesbian and woman he was to be straight end. and he was wrong in the end but he doesn't admit it yeah, uh, Liam and I have had this and argument, show, and I think we should probably stop now. And that shows what's wrong with people like him. But it does, there's no there's no moral because he still makes it seem like it was okay that he tried to change somebody's beliefs. But you're not but, supposed to like him in the end. So on the note of horror movies, this is starting to act turn into one. <laughs> Liam uh, and Christian just pulled out knives. <laughs> I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> Lucas is, is scooting out of yeah, my room very slowly. Christian brought a knife. I brought a shotgun. <laughs> He didn't, he totally uh, omitted uh, shells, though. One thing Liam forgot. (laughs) You Um, gotta bring that buckshot, man. 
<laughs> Sub baseball substitute. <laughs> anyway, so horror films, horror movies. Um, I really enjoy horror films. When I was a kid, I I would watch them pretty uh, obsessively. Mm. I was big on zombie movies. That was one I was really huge on. I liked uh, George A. Romero. Um, I still really enjoy the. Uh, uh, what is it Michael Bay is it no it's Zack Snyder it's a Z- the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead um, I think that's a really fun movie yep. in fact fun fact directed by uh, uh, Zack Snyder written by James Gunn written by James Gunn yeah. that's true um, yeah what about you guys did you watch a lot of horror movies I am not a big fan of horror movies I mean like I, I like horror movies but like I'm not an aficionado I don't seek them out yeah fair enough mostly because I don't know most of them I don't know they don't scare me most most things that have to do with supernatural things don't scare me. I don't. But as soon as it's people, as soon as it's like fucked up people, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm pissing myself oh, now. Like red uh, hillbillies and rednecks and that sort of thing. Yeah, like I yeah. just like fucked up people. Like yeah, I agree we'll with. Get into it later. I agree with Lucas on that. Like part of why I was never like as much as I bash, bash him on the show, why I've never been able to get into guys like Stephen King or whatnot, is because it always ends up just being like some kind of demon or monster or whatnot, and monsters and shit just. Don't scare me. Like, if it's, like, a beast or something that you can't reason with, that I start to get a little scare- more scared. But if it's just a ghost, I'm like, that... I'm just not scared by that. I'm much more scared by, like, again, the horrors of what people can do. Yeah. See, I'm not really scared of anything, really. Mm. I'm scared of falling. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a real, genuine fear of mine. Um, not scared of heights. Scared of falling. Mm. Um, but... Terrified like, of heights. I, I, I can watch a horror film and, and be completely oblivious of the real world sort of um parallel parallels that would maybe be happening you know like if, if that if anything that was happening in that movie were to happen to me i have enough um know-how from watching horror films to be like don't go in the closet run outside <laughs> knock on someone's door you know yell for help right like don't have sex in life-threatening situations right well i mean <laughs> <laughs> do not have sex that. in the woods <laughs> you never know Whatever, but like I've I've seen like I said before I've seen my fair share. Um, I used to watch a lot of classic horror films too. I kind of started at the beginning and went forward. Um, so I've seen uh, a number of the uh, Universal horror films, you yeah. know, like Dracula, um, nice. uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster, that sort of thing. Um, Invisible Man, Werewolf. Uh, or sorry, not Werewolf. Um, the Wolf Man. The Wolf Man. Um, and that sort of thing. And then. You know, horror itself kind of starts to develop a little further as time goes on, and then um, you know, movies kind of become less about atmosphere and that sort of thing, and more about individuals and and individuals wanting to kill each other, and then kind of went into a realm of paranormal with like poltergeist and that sort of thing, and then eventually it kind of like came back around. And, yeah, know. now we now we have. I think every single year we have a whole slew of, of horror films that oh. come out, and each one represents a different sort of um, prong on the pitchfork of hell that is a horror film, right? I don't know. I mean, like, I'd argue that we've only just gotten back to, uh, like, kind of a little bit of everything, because I'd argue that when we grew up, it was kind of a dark age of horror films. Like, for over 2000s, there weren't a lot of good ones coming out. A we lot of them Scream. Were, uh, Scream was the 90s, and yeah, carried over the 90s. Yeah, but it carried over into the 2000s. In fact, I think Scream 3 came out in 2000. But we don't talk about Scream 3. Yeah, yeah. it didn't happen. Um, but <laughs> like, Scream 4 is Scream 3. Everything it goes from like, 1, 2, 4. But I mean, like, everything from 2000 to, like, or for the most part, 2000 to 2010 was essentially just really bad Platinum Dunes uh, horror remakes. Yeah, like totally. The Hitcher, Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a great movie. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, like... The Michael Bay produced... It's 2001, right? 
2004. 2004? I like that movie a lot. I'll give it a few things. The recreation of a deaf with a hammer was pretty sweet. Arlie Ermey was great as the sheriff. And the guy doing uh, Leatherface did a pretty decent job. Yeah, totally. Um, but then this movie came out. What, what year was it? Like Oh, uh, 2015? 2015? I think that's about right. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. It's, uh, it, I think it was, it was a modest hit um, when it mm-hmm. came out. It, it uh, was, I think, about a bit of a sleeper hit. Yeah, I don't think anyone really saw it when I don't think it wasn't it ever in theaters. Uh, I don't think so. No. I, I didn't really look to do a whole lot of no, research first, on it today. First but... time I saw it was Halloween night uh, a couple years ago uh, on Netflix, on the uh, streaming servers service yeah. known as Netflix. Um, <laughs> it the film Liam is called Creep. Creep, and that I feel like is going to be a massive portion of the conversation. I have not today. seen. Oh man, you gotta see okay, it. Okay, Lucas and I are going to spend Holy the next hour shit. and a half <laughs> convincing <laughs> you to see this film. Can we talk about Cabin in the Woods? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah totally. That's, that's we'll good. get there. Going to talk about. Um, but creep, man, it is this. Um, this is this podcast. This is a reason to talk about creep. Yeah, you know? literally, I suggested horror movies just so we could talk about creep. Yeah, <laughs> let's see how many times we can say creep. We'll have a creep counter in the in, right. in the background. <laughs> Ding. Every time you hear creep. Um, so it stars Mark There's Duplass. Uh, I believe he also wrote the screenplay with um, the, the other guy who's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'll look I. it up right now. But he, uh, it's just the two guys, uh, yeah. the whole film. Um, the whole premise is Mark Duplass plays, uh, I can't remember, what's his name? Um, man, we should have probably done some research on yeah. it. I'm going to look it up it's right been, now. I was going to watch it today, but then work extended past what it was supposed to. But anyway, uh, well, the thing is, Basically, the main character is this guy who, he's a freelance filmmaker, basically. And he takes this job, he's like, uh, he, he's on Craigslist, and he's just like, someone's like, hey, I'll pay you $1,000 for a weekend, uh, just to make this little thing for me. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's a good deal. Uh, so he goes out there, goes up to this cabin, and this guy tells him that, uh, alright, so I have, I have... Joseph. Joseph. The yeah. guy's name is Joseph. I, I have terminal cancer, um, but my wife is pregnant. And I want to leave something behind for him. And so that's the thing. That's sort of the first little bit of the movie. They're making a little little, uh, little video for his future son. But things just start to get stranger and stranger and stranger until it's downright terrifying. Yeah. Did you tell him it was a found footage film? I did not. So, Liam, it's a found footage All film. Right. It is one very few one of very few examples of found footage films where the... The reason why it's a found footage film makes perfect sense. All right, because mm-hmm. here's the thing: is that like, despite what seems to be popular opinion, I don't, I really don't have a problem with a found footage genre. I just think it just got, throughout like the early 2010s, I just thought it got like, over overproduced and oversaturated. I also wouldn't call found footage a genre. I'd say that's a style. It's a, it's or, a gimmick. Yeah, or yeah. like yeah, the whole style of that. I just thought it got overdone. And kind of like to an overproduced to a point where it lost what made found footage cool. Yeah, yeah. This one is is straight up found footage. There's no overproducing. There's. It's, I'm pretty sure on set they had like maybe six people. Something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. it's literally most of it is just two guys and one camera. One of the one of the best uh, uh, stories behind that story that that movie is that they shot that movie over I think it was the course of a year or something like that, and they had shots. Um, hours and hours and hours of footage. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a lot of it uh, improv? Yeah, yeah. M- most of it was. And it got done to a point where they had 10 to 12 like permeations of each scene. Um, and so each scene, every time they'd shoot it, it'd be completely different. Mm-hmm. And they would, they broke it down and they would show, they would 
um, write or show, edit the film, and then um, they would show it to their friends. And then they would watch the movie, give them pointers, and be like, ah, we didn't like this, we didn't like that. And then they'd go and reshoot the fucking movie again. <laughs> the, same, the same thing, like, over and over so, and over again. Kind of like how with uh, the visit, um, though to a more extreme, in, uh, in a more extreme sense, in Creep's case, uh, that um, with the visit, Shyamalan, uh, when he was filming that movie, each take he'd do a different version of a scene, where, like, one take he'd do it as a horror film, and the next take he'd do it as a uh, comedy so at the end, you could kind of blend them all together. You just barely hear about the other, whatever's no big deal. Mm. Um, yeah, and so with 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 Creep, um, he did he did they did something very similar. So it was just the two of them. Um, like Lucas said, it progresses um, very slowly, but mm-hmm. also it's never you're never not thinking about what just happened. It's always yeah. building on itself, and you have to keep remembering these these conversations that these two men are having, until it gets to this the middle point of the film when it becomes exceptionally awkward and mm-hmm. and very disturbing. And it's it's genuinely frightening. Yeah, but there's no there's there's. I don't want to say there's no jump scares, um, but I don't want to say there isn't. Yeah, because every horror movie is a jump scare. I don't care what anybody says. Because because it doesn't really rely on that at all. No, uh, no, it relies a lot more on suspense. Yeah, totally, and that's the whole the whole movie is suspense, and it's not very long. No, it's like seventy two minutes long. Yeah, something it's like a very that. short uh, movie. And so you can watch it in an evening. You watch both, and it feels mm-hmm. like you just watched one film. Yeah, there's a sequel. That's nice. Great. There is a sequel. Guess what it's called? Creep two. Creep yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and Creep two, it almost changes the genre. Like it is still. It's still very faithful to the tone and sort of the style of Creep 1, but it it's more, I'd say it's way more of a dark comedy. Yeah, okay, than, than yeah, it is, I'd than probably it is, say so. All right, because horror. with horror movies and dark comedies, or like, I've always, um, or at least uh, over the past little while, um, I got to a point where I really was not liking, like, straight up horror movies that were coming out, and I was liking ones that were more like, a uh, satirical and dark comedy ish like yeah, this uh, is, I wouldn't call uh, I wouldn't call it satirical. Yeah, in, and in it's also sense. not really uh, it's it's like a seventy twenty or black black comedy, and then horror film. Yeah, it's just it seventy thirty. It, it's very hard to explain, especially if you haven't seen the first one. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does not go where you think it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, not even a little bit. Um, like they kind of set it up like it's gonna be the same thing, but then immediately after the setup, they take a turn, then they take another turn, and then it just keeps turning. Yeah, the worst <laughs> part is we can't give you the premise of the second one if no. you haven't seen the first one. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, a couple things just that are a little different that aren't really spoilers. Uh, the first one is two men. The second one is a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening scene for Creep Two is hilarious. It, it, yeah, it's, it's un- I don't wanna, undoubtedly yeah. funny. It almost re- it almost like repeats what happens in the first one, but then it just again, it, like I said, it takes a turn, and it's just like, oh, this is funny now. <laughs> yeah, you know, suddenly this film becomes it becomes a, a, a comedy, and there's a lot of humor in Creep Two. There is not. There's a, a couple things in Creep One that are unintentionally funny. Mm. Well, if you were in the situation would not be funny but because no. you're an outsider and you're listening in on their conversations it's it's rather humorous um so kind of like the cabin in the woods thing with like uh thor going over the job uh, i would say cabin in the woods is almost it's intentional 
Yeah, but the I mean, hum- like the humor is intentional. Yeah, but I mean, but... like if you were in that situation, you wouldn't be laughing at uh, you wouldn't be laughing at what happened to him. That, no, I guess yeah. not. Yeah, um, but, but do... like it's very, very different from Kevin the Woods. Like, yeah. um, nothing in common really. Yeah, not at all. Duplass is so good. He's he, incredible. He is. He is very creepy. One of yeah. the better parts of that film too is is it's called Creep, and the whole time you're expecting um, Joseph to be the creep, but if you kind of look back on the film, it's really about who is being the creep right like if you're a voyeur if you're trying to help this person and film them and that sort of stuff but also trying to help them and whatnot like following around with the camera yeah it's kind of creepy yeah it's kind of creepy and it is invasive um but on the other side you're um insane yeah (laughs) um so there's that but you should totally watch it liam Mm -hmm. it's it's really good no i'm intrigued now yeah i i literally i think i i saw it several years ago I think it was last year that you messaged me at one point. You're like, have you seen Creep? And I'm like, I fucking love Creep. <laughs> yeah. It was like but, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, but like uh, I saw it on Halloween night, like I said, I think three years ago. I think it was three years ago. And it just blew me away. And nobody I knew had seen it. <laughs> Isn't that, that's always some of the best, too. Is when it you is. see a movie and it's it your movie for yeah. a little while. Yeah, yeah, like, it, was, when... it was mine. And I was like, have you seen Creep? And they're like, no. I'm like... So this is like for you and Christian what uh, Shoot 'em Up is for you and I. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yo, Christian, go watch Shoot 'em Up. Yeah. That's pretty great. After you watch Creep. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, lo- I love the Creep movies. They're okay. making a third. Um, which, Does it have uh, a set release date? or? Uh, I don't think it's like set in stone, but I think they're yeah. talking like these, either these, end yeah. of this year or next year. These movies are they're very indie, so like I don't really think they haven't set in stone schedule for anything. <laughs> yeah, All never. Right. Um, but it's it's great. I don't have anything really else to say about it outside oh, of that. I think everyone incredible. should go there, see it. There are some of my favorite, some of my favorite movies, let alone horror movies. Yeah, totally. I was gonna ask you too, just because you brought up a whole like almost kind of dark comedy type thing, with uh the with the current horror movies we have coming out. Do you and what horror movies are right now? Do you prefer when we just go balls to the wall horror, or do you prefer when it's more like a black comedy satirical type thing? Um, I don't really have a preference no, if i appreciate it, both yeah if it's good it's good you know like Shaun of the dead satirical has a couple elements of horror um get out is has a couple Holy elements shit, of, of, of humor yeah, get out it's is fantastic so, like, and it's, whole, it's scary yeah i mean like i don't find get out super scary i think a lot of it is because like uh what is it the household he goes to uh, what is it? Uh, I grew up in a household like that. He uh, used to used to kidnap black people. No, we're like uh, no, like whenever I'd bring whenever at my mom's house, whenever I'd bring home a friend who was like a different ethnicity or color, they'd try to act like uh, they try to act like most hip and down with down with, uh, with that culture people. I, I'd be like, I'd, I'd vote for Obama third time. If yeah, I could. yeah, no, my, that's something. That's something my mom would have said. I mean, she wouldn't, but uh, that's what she'd say. Or she wouldn't vote for Obama, but she'd do it. Um, another one that's not humorous well just to kind of bounce off that like a, a similar film in terms of tone and whatnot is a quiet place mm, i've been wanting to see that one I it's so it, fucking good it's probably the best film i've seen this year mm. yeah lucas is one of the best movies i've ever seen it, it wow, is, okay. it is well just i think that's a bit of a bold statement but I, I think it's outstanding i don't think it's a bold statement um <laughs> i remember when i saw inside out and i was like this is one of the best movies ever made oh yeah because yeah, like, with um incredible yeah like because i've seen a quiet place three times now um, and I still stand by that it's uh, probably the, I was the best film I've seen this year. Yeah, and and but it has no elements of humor in it. Yeah, the yeah. only which is funny because John Krasinski is a hilarious guy. Yeah, yeah there's only <laughs> like there's only really one qualm I have with it, 
uh, which is, it's not the ending, it's just one element to it, which is, like, the whole, like, oh, this could change the status quo thing that you see in a lot of movies. Yeah. Where I'm like, no, why can't it just be, like, we just live in this world? Like, I feel like that would have made it a lot more unique. Oh, I see what you're saying. Hmm. Yeah. Without spoiling anything. Yeah, without, like, the whole, like, oh, this could be a element of, oh, this could be a game changer. Yeah, did you ever see... Sorry, go ahead. I've been intending to see it for a while now, because I I will see anything with Emily Blunt in it. Yeah. To be honest, I love her. She's great. The full metal bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great in that movie. But, um, sorry, what are you saying? Full metal bitch? Are you talking about Edge of Tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, Ah. that's a big color. That's great. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen. I love Edge of Tomorrow. Great oh, yeah. film. I never clued into that. They called her a full metal bitch. No, yeah. Well, 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 someone almost says it, and she gut punches him, and he drops. It's great. Nice. Um, I was gonna say, have you seen Don't Breathe? No. Oh, it's good. Yeah, Don't yeah. Breathe is a good movie. Yeah. Um, it's it all. It's but it's another one where it has elements that are very unintentionally funny. And I can't tell you what it is, mm, but yeah. those of you that are listening at home and have, heard, have seen this film, you know exactly what I'm talking it's about. Like, have you <laughs> Just seen think that? of Thanksgiving, Lucas. Okay. <laughs> and turkey basters. That's all I gotta say. All right. Um, it's, uh, it's, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Have you seen uh, the Evil Dead movies? Uh, uh, no, I haven't seen any. Of them. All right. Yeah, because it's kind of like Evil Dead Two, where it's like, uh, where there are elements where, like, if you were in that situation, you'd be horrified and freaked out. But it's hilarious. Like. In Evil Dead 2, there's this point where the main character, Ash, uh, he just took care of... He, I think he, it's right after he just sawed off his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his, his his dead girlfriend comes out of the ground as a skeleton and starts doing a strip tease for him. <laughs> <laughs> the only bit of Evil Dead I think I've seen is, like, immediately after he cuts off his hand, he's, like, wrestling his hand around. Yeah. And people are like, this is so creepy. I'm like, that was hilarious. Yeah, what it's, are you talking it's about? super funny. Yeah, the whole joy of Evil Dead, uh, the Evil Dead movie. Like, because... With Evil Dead, the first Evil Dead movie is kind of just a horror film made by a couple of uh, college kids who just wanted to make a movie over a period of time. Yeah, and it's super gory. Yeah, the second one is kind of like almost a remake. It's kind of like a remake of Evil Dead, but it has more of a comedy edge to it. And then you get to Army of Darkness, which is very loosely connected to Evil Dead 2, where it's essentially medieval Three Stooges. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun, though. Yeah. All right. Um, and then Ash vs. the Evil Dead kind of follows that trend. Yeah. Yeah, they made a TV series. It's really Yeah, funny. I heard about that. Uh, so what, what other horror movies have you guys seen? What you enjoy? Uh, one of my favorites, it's kind of a cliche, but uh, Psycho. Oh, so good. Oh, Psycho's yeah, Psycho is like brilliant. Nine, you know, the original 1960, not the Gus Van Sant piece of shit. No, but yeah, fuck The yeah. original one with, um, fuck, what's his name? I can't Anthony remember. Perkins. Anthony Perkins. And, um, He's terrifying. And Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, I don't know, that movie, first time I saw it, it, it genuinely frightened me. Yeah, it is. Like, it, it actually has a lot also, of scary yeah, it's, moments it's, in it. It's an incredible movie. I honestly, I had never. I I knew um, the first part, which is like, um, you know, forty minutes in until yeah, anything really scene, happens. Yeah. Um, but the ending, I didn't know at all. No, neither did the I. The first time I saw that movie, it, that's one of the. I'm, I'm not. I can't say it because it is one of the best kept secrets it in, is. in Hollywood. Because like, have you guys seen the original trailer for Psycho? Where it does not, sh- it only shows one clip from a movie, and that's just the guy opening the shower curtain. But the rest of the trailer is like four minutes. Right. And it's just Alfred Hitchcock on the set. That's right. Essentially, I remember spoiling the movie, but not spoiling it. He's but not saying remember. anything at all. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, and this is the bedroom where, you know, it's better if we just left that alone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, because I, I, I always thought everyone knows about the iconic shower scene from yeah, Psycho. Of course, like yeah. that's like eh, eh, eh. everybody knows about that. But, like, 
when you actually watch the movie, that happens like a third of the way into the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a very small part of the movie. And then when after that happens, everybody expects that to be like either the finale. Yeah, or... I expected that to be the climax. Yeah, it's not at no. all. No, because I mean, I've always said that if I could go back in time to like any like big film premiere or whatnot, uh, one of them would be Psycho. Just like when that movie was, uh, like when everybody went in not knowing what it was going to be, I would just love to see the reactions and whatnot mm-hmm. and how Alfred Hitchcock had like these uh, letters on the door saying, please do not spoil the ending to this. And like, uh, yeah. and he was like super like, uh, like it was a, it's a, it was a movie carried by hype that still holds up. Cause when I feel like movies are just built up by hype, I, I, and after I watch them again and like over time, I feel like, wow, this is. The only reason people loved this when it came out is because there's so much there was so much hype around it. Yeah, and it's hard to believe it's 50 years old, you know. And it's yeah. over 50 years old. It's 51 years. Yeah, and it's been, it came out in 1960, didn't it? And it's it still talked. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And it's still talked about in film schools. It was incredibly influential. Like, mm-hmm. like even that smile uh, Norman gives at the end with like the oh, fly. Oh man. Yeah, oh, like, I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, like, look at uh, Alex in A Clockwork Orange and that smile he has. Yeah. Yeah, that was very like... clearly influenced. Oh, yeah. yeah there's a lot of... Uh, it, it went on to inspire a lot of, of, of modern horror and yeah. just film, film there, in general. There are several sequels. Yeah, I Anthony know. Anthony Perkins. Yeah. And yeah. I, I haven't seen them, but apparently... apparently Psycho 2 is really good. That's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not Hitchcock, mm-hmm. but it's they, they carried it on. I, I heard after that one they kind of dip in quality. Yeah, I think there's four... Uh, something like that, yeah. Something and then like that, yeah. I think they tried to make a fifth one, but then Perkins was kind of like, Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. I think Perkins uh, actually directed one or two of them. Yeah, I think so. Um, did you guys ever? See, did any of you guys ever see the film about the making of Psycho, uh, Hitchcock, where um, Anthony? Oh, Hop- I, yeah, I, right. no, I have not. That's what I wanted to see. It's not bad. Uh, Anthony Hopkins does a really good job as Alfred Hitchcock. Does. Yeah, was Hitchcock English? Yeah, he was very British. Yeah. Haven't you, geez, haven't you watched Alfred Hitchcock Presents? No, I've actually never <laughs> seen it. Kind of like the good evening. Yeah. I just yeah. I just knew he was big and fat and influential. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he had this really memorable movies. bit on uh, on Alfred Hitchcock Presents where he's talking about how he's discovered the cure for insomnia and he has this uh, revolver and some bullets about him. It's like, it's like this, this is the handy applicator. It comes in capsule form. A device... The applicator is so simple, even an idiot could operate it, and indeed many do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, That's no, good. um, yeah, no. I think Psycho has definitely earned its right as being one of the greatest uh, horror movies or th- just thrillers ever made, and one of the greatest films mm-hmm. ever made. Yeah, totally. It's um, incredible. It's great. Though my personal favorite horror movie is still Alien. Oh, Alien mm. is so good. You guys don't want to hear my opinion. Yeah, yeah I know you don't like it. I, I think it's, it's one of the most slow. boring. Yeah, I literally, I'm not kidding. It's one of the most boring movies I have ever seen. You know, I had the <laughs> same thought process every time I tried to watch it when I was mm. about 15 or 16. It'd come on on AMC or something, and I'd start watching it, and I was like, oh, fuck, it's so boring. Mm. And I saw it when I was nine, and I was like fully enthralled mm. with it. I think a lot of it is Alien was actually, or no, I wouldn't have been nine, I would have been seven. And Alien was the first R-rated movie I ever watched. Right. Mm. So, so um, sorry, I wasn't quite finished with my story. So here's what here's what happened. I saw Aliens. I mm. watched Aliens because it just happened to be on, and I was like, oh, maybe this is a little better. And it is so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> it is not <laughs> like a horror Aliens, film. Yeah. It's an action film. Oh yeah. But then I was like, I should probably give Alien another shot. And so I went back, and I, I to this day, I love every mm. moment of that film. Um, I think. So you've seen the whole thing? Yeah. 
first time I first time I watched it, I only made it about quarter way through, and I'm like, fuck this. Then a buddy of mine was like, no, 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 you gotta watch the whole thing. It's great. And then I, I'm like, okay, this is gonna happen. Yeah, that happened. All right, there's a cat jump scare. Great. Okay, now that person's gonna die. Okay, that happened. And I just knew every single beat before it happened. I'd, I'd never seen the movie. I'd never. That's all, harsh. I, I knew about the the chest burst or things, but like, I don't know. It was. I wish it you liked so it. Boring. I really do. I really wish um, you liked it. And I'm like, it. oh look, at, and at the end, I'm like, oh look, it's yeah, it's right there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, cool. Good job, guys. I think a lot of it with <laughs> the brightness um, on your screen was too high. Uh, yeah, with. Uh, um, what's interesting also about Alien is that it's actually, and they talk about this in, like, art school and even just in, uh, in, like, gender studies and whatnot, but Alien is kind of like the, uh, the embodiment of a feminist film. Yep, Like, because you have yep. a, you have a big monster that looks like a penis that, uh, is essentially, that comes from an egg that's a rape allegory mm-hmm. and a lady who blows it up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Cool. America. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, themes just in its art design of like uh, of like just sexuality and like uh, like a lot of it is like they uh, is the whole movie was based around uh, inspired by paint by ink paintings that H.R. Geiger had done. Yeah. Mm. And the guys who wrote the script wrote and when Ridley Scott came on, he's like, oh, you know, you you need to make it look like this. Um, but uh, that the, then you get like Alien three. And four, which and it's like, what's the fucking well, point? Alien, yeah. Alien three. I Covenant a, was really bad. I don't think Covenant is bad. The thing with Covenant is that I'm with it when it's a Prometheus sequel, but when it's uh, but when it just they shoehorn all the alien stuff in it, it loses me. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No, I kind of watched half of Alien three, and then I stopped watching all the alien movies. <laughs> <laughs> a good place to stop yeah, well, I, I didn't like the first one i like the second one the third one i didn't finish i watched alien versus predator oh yeah that movie sucked yeah, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> um i was gonna say i have a I, t- I have a feeling that if alien 3 didn't have all that development issues with like them going through three different directors having sets built that they ended up tearing down if they had just let fincher do his thing and make that movie i feel like he probably would have made an alien movie but i would have loved yeah probably mm. didn't, really didn't they kill like i don't i, I don't know one I don't know if anyone cares about spoilers, but then they kill like the two of the main characters. From yeah, they the killed uh, Hicks and Newt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, was, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And a lot of it is that's another studio thing where like uh, they just it was just scripting issues and all of that. Like mm. to give some background, uh, the first script for Alien Three involved uh, Ripley was going to be more of a background. It was just going to follow Hicks, Newt, and Bishop on their own mi- on their own mission. Um, but mm-hmm. it, that's their version was deemed too expensive. And then there was another script I was turning about. They started building sets for, um, where uh, they crash land on a planet where um, that's completely made of wood. Where Hicks and Newt die, and Ripley becomes like a monk, and the whole planet is like run by monks and whatnot. And it brought the alien aliens with her, and she learns about like the tragedies of loss and like, and it was gonna be this weird existential religious film. But then hmm. Fox got scared of her own premise, scrapped everything, and brought Fincher on because they're like, oh, we can push this guy around. All he's done is. Uh, Aerosmith the music videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then Predator. Pre- yeah. I mean, if we're talking about Alien, we might as well talk about Predator. Predator's not really yeah. a horror film. Predator's more of an action flick. Yeah, and so Predator 2 is also an action movie, I'd yeah, say. They're, yeah, they're just testosterone-fueled badassery. Yeah, totally. Uh, Alien vs. Predator isn't really a horror film. Um, um, Requiem's not. It tried to be, but it's not. Yeah, I mean... you yeah. can't. Have you seen it? Because you can't... No, I, okay. I, haven't, I haven't seen much in the way of Predator. I okay. saw, like... 
I've seen clips of the first one, but that's really about it. I and don't, Alien vs. Predator. I don't think anyone's seen Alien vs. Predator Requiem. I've because seen Alien vs. Predator no, Requiem. The reason why oh. I say that, Liam, is because everything's so dark. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see anything. You honestly can't see anything. Like, I was talking mm. one friend about it, because one of the main plots of that movie is that there's this uh, Alien-Predator hybrid in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember a buddy of mine watched it, and he said, wait, there was an Alien-Predator <laughs> hybrid in there? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> I had to turn up the brightness on my TV all the way. still couldn't see anything. Mm. Yeah, not very um, good. And then Prometheus is a sec is an existential sci-fi film meets a body horror film. Yeah, Prometheus. Yeah, that's I where call it's... it a body horror film. I don't know. I feel like it gets pretty body horror-y when like there's elements, but it's not at all. Like when I think body horror, I think like Cronenberg and oh. like the you know like the yeah. fly. Oh, or... Do you know what we need to talk about on the subject of body horror? Let's do it. The thing. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Human Centipede. You oh. know the thing. We need to talk about the thing. We should also talk about Human Centipede. Really, um, really movie quick. Movie I have not seen. Okay, it's bad. Seen it. um, I've seen all three. Don't. Um, let's <laughs> you go. Know, you Carry could, on. You could be spending your time watching. Good yeah, this shit was, this like is Avatar, a while but... ago. Okay, this is a while ago. This, um, before, this is before I even knew Avatar was a thing. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what, 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 what is the Good thing? Movie. Yeah, I like the um, thing. Yeah, yeah like uh, you have good old Kurt Russell. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spawn. Yeah. Um, well, uh, what's his name again? Keith David. Keith David. Yeah. Mm, yeah um, that's right. Whenever Liam says his name, I always hear him say Keith David, and I'm like, <laughs> like weed man. You know? this, like, Keith. this is Keith. <laughs> Keith David. Um, I love how he has his own character. Like he's literally Keith David in Saints Row. Is he really? In <laughs> like three and four, I think. I uh, was. It, have you seen uh, the Nice Guys? Yeah. Yeah. The Nice Guys. His character is listed as old guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, but uh, yeah, I love the thing. Great body horror film. Yeah, that scene when we're like testing the, the blood are just and whatnot. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he's poking about, I remember that scaring the piss out of me as a kid. Like there are two scenes in horror movies that genuinely just like. Or, or there are three things that genuinely terrified me as a kid. The first is in Alien when uh, you have Dallas going through events and he turns his flashlight around and it's right behind him. Like, I remember having nightmares for weeks. Uh, <laughs> that and the chestburster scene there. But in uh, The Thing, it's when, like, they're going through the blood and, like, trying to figure out who's infecting or poking it with, like, a warm needle. And, uh, like, then it gets to one of them. It just pops up. And it like... just explodes. Yeah. Um, I can't scary. continue this conversation without mentioning the best horror film and my favorite horror film of all time, John Carpenter's The Hall- Halloween. So good. It is just brilliant. I... Lucas shrugged. What does that I mean? I haven't seen it. Really? <laughs> I have not Fuck, seen it. I literally said at the beginning of the podcast, I've not seen many horror oh, movies. <laughs> this, is, this is a classic. Mm. It is exceptional. I watch it every Halloween. It's my Halloween film. I know a lot about it. Like Most details that a human being should not know about it. Um, and I think it is just a... It's part of why I like slasher films for so long. Mm. And still do. And have like uh, an affinity for those. And I'll watch, you know, if it's a slasher film... Um, on Netflix, a shitty one. Who cares? I'll give it a shot. But nothing beats the way Carpenter directs that movie. It like he has this grace and dignity behind murder that I, <laughs> I, I only think Dahmer had. You know, like that. Could, that... You want to hear a uh, want to hear a fun fact about Halloween? So the last time I watched it was 2015. It was October, so relatively close to Halloween. Halloween, and I was watching it with my dad and his roommate, and. Uh, I remember the next day I got up and my dad's roommate came up and he looked like he hadn't slept very well. I was like, Mike, are you okay? And he's like, uh, and he's like, oh man, that Halloween movie actually really fucked with me. I kept <laughs> in my dreams. Uh, my dad's like, funny, I had the same thing. I kept 
thinking of like the music and the footsteps of the stairs and your dad's a pansy sorry (laughs) sorry dude sorry yeah i was like geez mike he's like yeah no that movie i hadn't seen it since i was a kid but it fucked with me yeah and then and then rob zombie decided to take them and shit on them um Mm. well i mean the franchise itself kind of shit on itself like uh um we talked about this on one of our previous podcasts the, the halloween trailer um the the newest one yeah and it doesn't look very good. I'm not quite. I'm not very excited about I'm it. Not but even what it is, it's Curtis it, being back. Yeah, no, not really. It's a direct sequel of Halloween Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it goes. John Carpenter made Halloween and Halloween Two, and then this one is a sequel to Halloween Two. But there's also Halloween. There's five original Halloween films. No, there's more than that. Yeah, there's more than that. I think seven. <laughs> there might be seven. This is, seems to be a trend with uh, horror movies. Yeah, like uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, especially 80s horror films. Saw. Oh, Saw. Yeah. yeah. The, Saw 1 and 2 are great, though. Yeah, the I Nightmare agree. on Elm Street sequels, I hate Saw, so. <laughs> um, I know I'll get to that in a minute. Don't you fucking wait. I will get to Saw. Liam, have you seen Saw 2? Uh, I started watching it, I just couldn't do it. Oh, I, one I of the greatest it. plot twists. Okay, I would I, say so. Yeah. Oh, okay, because yeah. people so said good. that about the first one. And guess what I say? Here was. Sorry, I got to back up a little bit because I'm going to yell. That's not a twist. That's just something we didn't get a fair shake at figuring out. It was the guy on the floor? Oh, who's that? Oh, wait. It was the... Oh, yeah, no, it's the guy who uh, he, the doctor was working on in the hospital. Okay. Who's that? We, You'll find out in Saw The too. point of... Yeah. The reason the twist doesn't work is because it's totally meaningless. It was just a guy in the background of the film the whole time. Liam, I feel like you, oh. need, to, you need to take a step back and fuck your own face. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like... No, like I, I think you gotta chill out sometimes when you watch these movies. You know you're watching a dumb movie, so let it be dumb. Yeah. No, it's... It's, it's just... It would have made just as much sense if a killer was a uh, fucking Sid Vicious or um, or Barney or Rowan Atkinson or Yul Brenner. <laughs> Mr. Bean if they were in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Mr. Bean opens the door and he's just like... <laughs> yeah. Or, Holding the bloody knife. Have you guys... Uh, this isn't quite Mr. Bean, but have you guys seen that, tra- that video on the internet where it's the trailer for It, but... Uh, Pennywise is replaced with a Mike Myers cat in the hat. Uh, I was going to say Mr. Bean, and I was like, it worked with Mr. Bean, too. Uh, no, I have not seen that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah! But on the note of Saw, I like I like a lot of those films. I've only um, seen at least the first the, two, but I liked them a lot. Um, I, I've seen most of them. I, see up to, I saw up to five, and then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't deal with this anymore. But the first two are great. I love the first mm-hmm. two. The second one I love significantly more than the first. I would agree. Um, I, that scene where uh, uh, Amanda's in the needle pit is oh, still man. to this day one a scene. It's so very hard to watch. Yeah. Here's the thing. with You have like the smoke coming out of events, right? Yes. Wouldn't they have thought to just plug the vents? Then they wouldn't have air. <laughs> do you want to know the other thing? This is what the first saw, uh, where I'm thinking, like, do you know how I think it would have gone if it were, um, if actual people were in that situation? Well, it's been with Carrie Always and the other, and the other guy, uh, the writer who can't act. Well, it's been three hours, man. <laughs> what do we do? I was just sitting there like, oh, maybe we should just play some cards or something. And you have the guy on the floor, like... Go for the tub. <laughs> it's like what the tub. <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. That'd be, that'd be a good time. Saw, but they just run out the clock. There's actually a really good how it should have ended where um uh Lewinell grabs the gun and he shoots it, but it just starts bouncing around the bathroom, but it just hits the guy on the floor. He's like. Ah! <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I think I personally I think the twist at first saw works fine. In the first, like for the first one. I just knew it and was then, like I just thought it was supposed to be gross. Saw was just supposed to be gross. And yeah, it, was, it, it was wasn't. Gross. A, it wasn't a story. It's like Human Centipede. It's like yeah. look how fucked up this but is. But if I wanted to watch that, I'd go on Reddit or 4chan. Oh hey, you guys want to play a game? It's it's really quick it, and it won't it won't disturb the podcast very much and it's relevant. Okay, you're in the middle of a human centipede. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's what's gonna be in your mouth. Um, who is in front of you and who is behind you in the centipede? Um. Okay, I think we should move on. Now. <laughs> Come on, Lucas, you need to give nope, us one. No, nope, we're moving on. I would. All right. In all honesty, I would have Liam in the front, Lucas. <laughs> No, no. Lucas well, I mean, in the front. Be Lucas is a bad. Oh, Lucas man. got a better boy, so I put Lucas in the front. Well, I mean, it would make sense for me being in the front, given I shit down all of you. <laughs> what? Oh, good oh, lord. Anyway, Kevin so, in the woods. Yeah, Kevin. What a segue. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin in the woods. There's is... probably a human centipede in, underneath the earth. Oh, um, probably. Yeah, one probably. of one of the demons. Um, a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, but like. Uh, yeah, no, Cabin in the Woods is genuinely one of my favorite uh, horror films. In fact, I was after I saw it, I was like, you know, I don't think anybody ever needs to make another horror film again. <laughs> well, I'm glad they have. Um, um, when I first saw it, I the first 20 minutes, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't like this at all. <laughs> and I got really bored, and then they go back to... They go to... They, they go to the place, and then I was like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sold. I didn't realize that's what that movie was going to be about. I, I, I genuinely think that uh, Cabin in the Woods has some of the best written comedy just like oh, totally. in movies. The, the scene where the guy is just like, but I but I bet on I bet on zombie. I, I should win. He's like, no, you well, yeah, you bet on zombie, but it was zombie redneck torture family. <laughs> I love how uh, it just says Kevin on the Yeah, bar. that's what I was going to say. Back when I was when I was halfway through a movie, I was enjoying it a lot, but I was like, oh, the the redneck zombies are kind of generic and like it's the like, way they kill these kids isn't very interesting i kind of want to see the other stuff on the board like merman yeah. alien beast i'm never gonna get to see a mermaid kevin <laughs> and <laughs> then but then you may get to the place and they let them all loose and just make the whole operation go to shit yeah. I wish, spoilers I, by the way i wonder which one of those monsters that got released was kevin <laughs> i think it was the dude with the saw blades in his head um, really i don't know i'm making i wouldn't up. be surprised I'm making shit up right yeah now, i mean like so. it has a. Uh, um, like, cause the thing before that is also, um, most people know, uh, Joss Whedon is one of my favorite writers, but despite the fact that I'm not supposed to like him anymore, but, <laughs> um, there's, uh, um, it has like, he had worked in a horror, uh, he had done horror stuff before, but never to that extreme. Like Buffy has a lot of like vampire satire and whatnot. It's literally called the vampire. Yeah. Side. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little bit of vampire. <laughs> yeah, I mean like, but this, he had never done is it Angel on that. about angels? <laughs> And I feel like with Cabin in the Woods, he just, like, that was Whedon and Goddard unhinged. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that Goddard directed directed it. Just I don't know why, just because we get to see Goddard now. Yeah. And yeah, he's doing yeah. great now. I yeah, love totally. it. He's great. He's yeah. a great writer. He's a great director. He directs a lot of episodes of Good Place. Yeah, yeah. he does. And he uh, was the, uh, he got his start from working on Whedon shows like Buffy and I think he wrote an episode of Firefly. I'm not sure. Yeah, about... um, yeah definitely Firefly. He, um, in fact, he worked, I think he was, like, almost co-showrunner at that point. Didn't have the title, but, like, he was he was up there on fire. <laughs> well, he, he was not in the credits. He would just sit there in the office, and Whedon would just, like, throw popcorn at him. And yeah. be like, give me a fucking idea, nerd. <laughs> well, before, he also uh, worked a lot on the Angel, I think. Yeah, before, uh, I know, I'm pretty sure before Marty Knoxon became showrunner of Buffy, towards the end, 
um, uh, Drew Goddard almost got the job because he had a yeah. lot to do with season five. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I've, I've, Joss Whedon's one of my favorite uh, art artists, I guess, just in the general stuff he makes. Um, but like, uh, I, I read a biography about him. I've watched a lot of documentaries and stuff about him. And uh, Drew Goddard, they originally hired him for Angel, and uh, I believe that that's who it was anyway. Um, and originally, Joss Whedon didn't even want to hire him. Cause really? He's like, he's like, this guy's way too angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's saying Drew Goddard comes off as a pretty intense dude. Yeah, yeah. And then, but eventually, they actually moved him from Angel to Firefly because that because they're like, we need someone on Firefly that like can write for the show. Yeah. But yeah, here's a fun fact for you, and it may give you incentive to watch it. Apparently, uh, Drew Goddard did a lot of uncredited work on the script for Deadpool Two. Oh, really? And he's cur- and he's ma- doing the X Force movie. Oh, cool! Oh, right on. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I like Drew Goddard. He's, he does good work. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, and he's off. He has an Oscar nom now from The Martian. So that's oh, right. That's right. Yeah, right. He, he directed did. The Martian. He wrote it. Ridley wrote Scott directed it. Dumbass. Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> hey, it's a good movie. Why? It's not a horror movie though. It's what it was really mean. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think of other horror films that uh, are of noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, um, of noteworthy? Of note. Of note. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had... Worthy. <laughs> uh, worthy of note. Worthy, yeah, there you go. Um, E.T. <laughs> no. <laughs> E.T. scared the shit oh, out of me you, when I was you, a kid. You, you were one of those kids who was scared yeah, of E.T. I was terrified of E.T. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of kids' movies that are unintentionally scary. Mm-hmm. Dude, we, I know way too many kids that were scared of E.T. <laughs> The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> that one's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just start rambling uh, shit see. on. Oh, um, The Shining. How could I forget The oh, Shining? Yeah, the a good movie. Yeah, that's a great film. Mm-hmm. The Shining is one of those uh, is one of those cases where, um, and this is kind of what I and uh, this is kind of what I thought it was gonna be, where I didn't like the book and I thought the movie was gonna do it better because that's what The Shining did. Yeah. Like, well, though with The Shining, I liked the book, but I liked the movie considerably more. Me too. Just well, to, I never read the book actually, but I just feel like. Uh, Kubrick had a way better voice for like what The Shining was really about and all of that, and like uh, really took what was a decent book, but like really, really, ma- but made it like something truly special. Then made it his own too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stephen King famously hates The Shining. Yep. Yeah. And then he made his own shitty version of it. And yeah. they're making a sequel to that one with Ewan McGregor. Hmm. Uh, it's uh, Doctor Strange, I think is or whatever the sequel to The Shining, the book is. Oh, um, they're they're making a film where Hugh McGregor plays Danny. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, pretty pretty uh, pretty different stuff there. Yeah, it's out there in the world. Us, Danny, <laughs> and ever. Um, but I, I like the way horror's going, uh, the direction of it right now. Seems to be a lot more thoughtful horror. Yeah, and it and, and that's something that I think has been missing for a long time. Um, a lot of atmospheric horror films have come out recently, like uh, The Witch, or The Vavitch. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> which, again, is that's like... That's not this, atmospheric at or, all. No, or I'm, I was yeah. going to say, like, just more like... Yeah, no, sorry, I misheard you when you said atmospheric. I was thinking, like, just ones that generally bring, like... Horror doesn't have to be scary from, like, jacking up a volume. It could have, like, it can have, like, just really genuinely scary ideas yeah. or, like, clever... Yeah clever commentary which is a lot of what it wasn't right it was just mm-hmm. kind of okay. scares and that sort of stuff oh liam i know your Calm opinion down, on it. i want down. you to take a deep breath and, and summarize in two sentences for the love steam of steam literally started right. coming out of um, his ears and his wiener <laughs> all right liam's opinion on it i didn't care for the book and the movie and miniseries didn't do anything to win me over 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot I, funnier if yeah. you've seen the original uh, miniseries. Yeah, which you know, I have I've not. Seen, I've an seen actual, that clip. Yeah, you know an actual good Pennywise and one who's actually funny and creepy. Kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> I don't know, he's not, he's not funny in the book. No. Yeah, well, I mean, the book is also like a tome and a cinder block of just, like, bad metaphors and, uh... <laughs> and, uh, teenage and, orgy. Not even teenage, 11-year-old. 11-year-old orgy. Gangbang. Yeah. Uh, Have you read it, or... Yeah. You know, it's, uh... Have I read what? Because <laughs> I read it when I was, um... Uh, I think I was, like, uh, 14, mm. and I hated it. <laughs> and then I read it again when I was, like, 18, and I was like, wow... I was right. This sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was okay. And then the teen, the, the 11 year old gangbang happened. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm out. Gang? I'm out. Like, I have not, like nothing else in his books have made me say, what the fuck is wrong with you, Stephen King? Except for that. Here's a, hold <laughs> yeah, on. Here's a question I have. And this is something I say to every it fan. And mm-hmm. they get really mad at me because we're like, God damn it, Liam. Why'd you have to go and ruin it? If uh, Pennywise or the big spider only comes around every, Every 25 years of it is in my book, right? Mm-hmm. Why did it like show up a year early and take care of, and take his brother? That's a good point. I don't know. Because <laughs> it wanted to. Because he's an interdimensional space spider. And we don't know the year, we don't actually know the year of the previous happening thing. Yeah, no, but Not if, the happening. But it's like the main, that, his abductions are also a year later. Movie. <laughs> what? No! no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's, what do you guys think is the best worst horror film? Best worst horror film? Best worst. Nicholas Cage's The Wicker Man. Wicker Man, yeah. That's a good choice. It's been a a while since I saw that. I don't know. Again, I don't watch many horror movies. I'm very selective of the ones I watch just because, like, I think most of them. There's a lot of really shitty ones. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I saw this one back when I was a teenager called Cornered. Cornered? Yeah, something like that anyway. It was like the serial killer, like, uh, kind of takes over a. We watched it. We, it was me and my friends went to the video store back when they had video rent stores. And we're like, let's write a movie. And then we're like, this one, it says he kills creatively. Let's watch this one. <laughs> and there were not very many creative kills. Uh, it was really dumb. And I don't know. I don't know. Why am I talking about this? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I saw think... one called uh, Motorhome Massacre. <laughs> uh, it's not It's not even a good bad. It's just bad. But I thought mm-hmm. I'd bring it up anyway. Right. It, was, it was Texas Chainsaw, but... In a motorhome. Huh. Do you guys want to know the worst horror movie I've ever seen? Yes. It's a tie between two films. The first one is a film is an Australian horror film called Wolf Creek, and the second one is a, the nude video of his grandmother. No. <laughs> and uh, well, no, it was my parents conceiving. Me, but, um, really, I have that one on Blu-ray. <laughs> um, it was. Um, it's a mo- It's well, both versions of it, but I count them as one because it's. Or torturous. Uh, I spit on your grave. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Those are pretty gratuitous. Yeah, they're just like it's literally the first forty-five minutes of I spit on your grave is a woman being raped, and then the last half is essentially her coming back and doing twice as just as sadistic things to the people who did it. All right. Then. Um, and Wolf Creek follows uh these people who go on a hiking trip through like this, uh, pl- uh through this meteor crash site, and then they get abducted by this annoying Aussie man who just tortures them for uh. Uh, was it for a whole for like for re- for remaining hour? Hmm. Yeah, no, it's like, I'm get, like they get abducted by an Australian. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's, it's weird. Just, yeah, is, it's is like he an alien. No, like he's K-Pax? just like no, it's, he's just like it's like hostile. <laughs> he oh. just like like versus this really like it's just one of those things where it's literally just uh, 
There's a point, I'm pretty, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure there's a point where he skull fucks one of them. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch that shit from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, f- like, that's what, like, I think a lot of it is like, like, why I can't get into stuff like that. It's, it's just shit that I don't want to watch. It's why I can't watch Hostel or The Human Centipede. Well, when I was uh, 15-ish, I watched uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Rob Zombie. Um, and then I also watched Devil's Rejects. Okay, I've watched those in recent years. They are just ridiculous. They are not good. They are just hmm. torture porn. And it's not like when you see like Saw or something like that where it's, I hate to say that Saw is going to be tasteful, but it's ta- more tasteful. Well, um, the first Saw isn't that gory. No, but it's it, it deals with the subject matter in a little bit more grace than what Rob Zombie did with his two films. They There's literally scenes where it's just hate fucking and, like, rape and, like, people, mm. like, shooting each other for in the middle of sentences and just, like, there's brain matter everywhere and people sleeping in bed with people that have had their heads shut off. And, like, it's fucked up and really not worth it. But he's making another one, which is a sequel to The Devil's Rejects, which doesn't make any sense because they all die at the end of Devil's Rejects. <laughs> I don't care if I just spoiled that because it's not good. If it's not a good movie, I don't mind if I spoil it. Um, but he's making a third one, and it's called Three from Hell. And it's huh. like, so I, people are theorizing that they come out of hell or something. Like, fucking, I don't know. I don't know why that guy does stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, music, I mean, yeah, I love Rob Zombie as a musician, but like, I can't stand him as a director. He, I mean, with some of his movies, he does make a couple of really interesting um, choices and that sort of thing, but none of them are really um, valuable. You know, they're they're rip offs or they're they're hash they're um, hack, hack jobs of other people's work. Yeah, so. um, there is one more horror movie I do kind of want to talk about, just because I do think it's very underrated. The Strangers. A movie that genuinely and legitimately scared me. Yeah, no, that that's a good movie. And a lot, of, I hear a lot of people talk about how boring they think it is. I'm like, no, it's just. I think the scariest thing about that movie is when you learn why, when you finally get an answer as to why we're doing what we're doing. Like, cause have you seen The Strangers, Lucas? Nope. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty good. So it follows uh, essentially uh, a wife and uh, her. Uh, no, it's a it's or it's a boyfriend, her, her girlfriend, boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend. Uh, uh, who, uh, one of them just, uh, the guy just proposed to her, but she said no, and we're, like, back at, uh, his cabin and whatnot, and there's, like, tension between them. Then, like, at, like, three in the morning, uh, they start to get tormented and haunted by these, uh, three people wearing masks. So, like, there'll be scenes where, like, uh, uh, the main, uh, uh Liv Tyler will just be walking around, uh, the, li- uh, the living room having a smoke, and you'll see, like, one of them just standing in the background and the Ooh. shadows watching her. Yeah. That's creepy. It's um, very scary. And then when you get to the end and it's finally, like, why are you doing this? The only answer they give is, because you were home. And I'm like, that's horrifying. Like, Jesus. Yeah, it was, I'm like, it just, it's just a showcase for, like, how when you feel safe, you're not, and, like, uh, mm. just senseless stranger-on-stranger violence. Um, wow. Yeah. It's a... Uh, and sadly, I don't think... It's a movie, all right. Yeah, yeah. And they made a sequel, which apparently wasn't very good. And mm. sadly, I don't think the director of the original has made another movie. No, I don't think so. Um, any any parting words, guys? Any any last movies you want to hammer in here? Like you're hammering into someone's skull? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not really a horror movie. It's sort of a satire of horror movies, but uh, Tucker and Dale versus uh, Evil. Thank you for right. bringing it up. I yeah. almost forgot about it. I have it. not seen that movie. <laughs> uh, I like that good. film a lot. When when we were working on a, uh, a, a movie for Sate a while back, uh, I was in the art department. I was working on, I was sort of the art department head. 
we were working on effects, we needed we needed the monster costume, and I got in touch with uh, a fellow who did the effects for Tucker and Dale. I got to see his workshop, which which was pretty cool. I walked in, there were like a pair of legs uh, hanging off of a shelf. I'm like, what are those from? He's like, oh, those are the legs that were sticking out of the wood chipper in Tucker and Dale. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's great. Didn't <laughs> it's I, so cool. I, I wore that costume, didn't I? Yeah, you wore the costume. Yeah, I yeah. did. It was very mm-hmm. hot and yeah. very sticky. Yeah. And every time I took it off, it was stickier. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool costume. But uh, yeah, Tucker and Dale. I, I think it is one of those films where if you don't like horror films, it's a great movie to start with. Yeah. Um, because it, it's bloody. It's super gory. Yeah. But it's not scary. No, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's super funny. Um, the performances are so good. Alan Tudyk is Alan just... Alan Tudyk steals the show Alan and everything. Tudyk's He's awesome. awesome. You can barely tell it's him outside mm-hmm. of the fact that he looks like Alan Tudyk. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have uh, Matt Damon. Oh, sorry. I mean the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, what's his name? Tyler. Um, I can't remember. Whatever. He's Canadian. I know that much. Oh. Yeah, um, he's sh- also in Zack and Mary make a porno. So there we go. Oh, Loop, looping, it, looping it back. Right on. Um, yeah, Tucker Dale is so fun. It, it mm. is one of those, like I said before, it's a movie for people who don't like horror films. Yeah, it, um, it's like it's a horror movie from the perspective of certain characters, but <laughs> not from the main character's yeah. point of view. Yeah, not from not from <laughs> the killer. From just the guys who don't matter, like isn't it like these two fishermen? And... Yeah, they're the just two, two rednecks. rednecks. Yeah, yeah, they're just two rednecks who bought a summer home, and they just <laughs> want to fix it up. Yeah, and there's some asshole teenagers out there, and like they they think that Tucker and Dale are murderers, and they keep accidentally killing themselves. Yeah, the kid, the, te- <laughs> the, the crazy college kids, they keep yeah. they keep killing themselves. Oh man, it's really fun. Um, <laughs> it's I... a lot. It's a very similar to like Cabin in the Woods in tone. Mm, you know? I remember. I mean, outside like Cabin in the Woods is a little more serious, but. Because I remember talking with you about it, and I told you that I thought it was like a zombie movie, and you're like, no, nope. no, nope. it's not, not even it's a like little these bit. two fishermen. Uh. Well, because I had never seen it until Lucas introduced, he, he told yeah. me about it, and I was just like, well, now I gotta go watch it. It's pretty great. Because you had, you, he had said that those were the legs, then I think you watched mm. the movie, right? No, I'd seen it before. You then. had seen it before? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. But I'm excited to see where horror films kind of go from here. You mm-hmm. know, we, we have so much potential for really good but a lot of heaping piles of shit too along the yeah, way which I mean, is going to be a lot of fun to watch too well because again i think we're kind of starting to get back into a renaissance a renaissance mm-hmm. like it's very i've seen a number of movies i liked like i like i i enjoyed don't breathe i i loved get out i loved a quiet place i in, really enjoyed unfriended i really enjoyed uh of all things the ouija sequel or <laughs> lights out the sequel to Ouija is actually really good. Really? Yeah, it's directed by uh, the same guy who did another movie called Oculus that I enjoyed. Yeah, Oculus is Oculus great. is good. Yeah. I, Oculus I really, really like that one. Yeah. yeah, and he also directed uh, Gerald's Game, which another movie oh, where... Oh, yeah, it was based on Stephen King, though, yeah, wasn't an, it? Yeah. Yep, Bruce uh, Greenwood. Yep, another movie where I didn't like... Uh, another case where I didn't like the book, and the movie <laughs> did nothing to win me over on it. <laughs> What's, oh, I, I just had another one. Oh, a movie that everyone seems to love... For some reason, I hate it. Was It Follows? Oh God, I couldn't I get past five minutes. It's terrible. I was I couldn't, bored. Couldn't do it. I was oh my so God. bored watching it. I, I I watched five minutes and I was just like, "What era is this fucking movie?" I don't know. And like, what is it trying to say? And like, I understand the whole place out of time thing, but it's like, I don't know. A lot of it is just like I was just so bored while watching. I thought the acting was really weak. You I know how you get that, away from mm-hmm. that guy? Just walk faster. Um, and apparently, just shoot him in the head. Is that how it ends? Yeah. That's they fucking sh- stupid. They shoot him in the head. <laughs> like, earlier stupid. in the movie, they shoot shoot it in the throat, they shoot it a couple times in the chest, and just gets back up. Yeah. No, shoot it in the head, it's dead, it's gone. Yep. Sorry, old Weird. ale, I didn't like it. So so if you have herpes, or any other sexual, <laughs> uh, sexually transmitted disease, just shoot the person that gave it to you. Yeah, exactly, head. it's fine. <laughs> but no, it, it, I, don't, I don't even... 
Because it, it has, like, it's super well-reviewed. Everyone I know in real life hates it. Yeah. But people, like, on the internet and critics and whatnot praise it yeah. as if it's, like, the second coming of Christ. So, you know, I mean, I, I gave that one friend of mine a shout-out because he loves that movie. And he mm. recommended I watch him, like, I was like, sorry, dude, I didn't care for it. No, I, I, I genuinely, like, I don't, I try very hard not to hate things or people just because I think it's a waste of energy and not good for you. But and I hate everybody. <laughs> That's why you're tired all the time. But like, I hated that movie. Yeah. Like it was just, I don't even know how to put it. It, it felt like it was trying to say, like, be careful or you get you'll get an STD. But it comes off as just like stay abstinent. <laughs> and it's yeah. like that's not okay. And a little, I mean, too, I'm a little not, too preachy for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a supporter of celibacy, so. <laughs> um, just like I saw, it taught me that if you're ever shackled up. Cut your leg off. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a great way to end the podcast. There what, you go. Um, so what? Uh, I'll ask you one last question. If you could think of one life lesson that you've learned from horror films, what would it be? Let the gods kill everybody. Damn it! I was gonna say that. That's a real good one. <laughs> um, don't go in air vents. Yeah, don't have sex in uh, scary situations. Um, there you go. Anyway, yep. this has been the Thundercast of this week. My name's Christian. My name is Lucas. And I'm Liam.